Receiving incoming transmission in 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, 0. A warm welcome to all you lovely beings. This is Love Cult Transmissions, a space for spirituality, mysticism, the occult, and alternative life ways. And now, introducing your host, Justice the Mystic. Hello, lovers. It is I, Justice the Mystic, and welcome to this full moon episode of Love Cult Transmissions. I am so thankful that you have decided to join me today, and I promise to present to you the most quality show that I have within me to present to you. Um, There's a few things I want to to go over and to talk about today, um, maybe introduce you to a new segment, um, and I want to do something that I've never done publicly before, but that is talk about what even am Love Cult? What even is the idea behind Love Cult, and what is it hoping to bring into the world? But before we do that, before we get into that, I want to start by lighting a candle because that's what I do (laughs) I can explain uh, candle lighting and the use of candle in ceremony and meditation and ritual at some other point in time. But I invite you, if you are in a space where you can listen to this and have a candle burning at the same time, I am inviting you to also burn a candle with me. The premiere episode that we had of Love Cult Transmissions was with my dear friend, Dark Green. Um, And we had a kind of like a prerequisite conversation about some things that might be necessary to start thinking in uh, a new way, to start thinking in a way that reanimates and reimagines life as we know it so that we can start to see things that we have never seen before and do things that we have never done before. It's not that it's never been done in humanity. In fact, the things that we talked about are things that have been done for uh, centuries upon centuries um, before the modern era, but it's just Um, ideas and concepts that are, um, some would call them archaic because they're based on belief systems and imagination and they're not rooted in uh, fact and in empirical uh, scientific evidence. So if you haven't taken a listen to that episode, I highly encourage you. We had a great conversation about believing in yourself and starting to reimagine and reanimate a new life for yourself uh, on the inside and on the outside. And that's 
really been the theme of what's going on in in our lives and in really the lives of a lot of the people that I've been having conversations with recently. I promise to you that this uh, I will have a, like official guests on the show where I'm interviewing and asking lots of questions and having conversations with, but also mixed in, we're going to have these times like today where it's pretty much just me or me and dark green like you like you heard last um, episode and uh, just orating and talking about things that I think um, uh, how can I say it things that I think are 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 poignant and necessary in this time or points of reflection that I might feel are um, important for us to consider in this time. And I want to start today by, first of all, talking a little bit about what even am love cult. The idea and the concept of love cult is so huge to me that it is hard to articulate into words. That's probably why I've never tried to describe it or explain it or uh, put down what it actually is because it is vast to me and it means so many different things. It's one of those ideas that has ideas behind the ideas behind the ideas and it goes on forever and ever like uh, a series of infinite doors in a infinitely long hallway and that's probably why when people ask what is what even is love cult that I'm quick to give a vague answer or a metaphor like uh, love cult is an open door or love cult is a space and I think that maybe those are the best ways to even describe it and and for me, metaphor will always leave room for interpretation. And that's why I enjoy it so much. Because the idea of love cult can be whatever you need it to be for you. But for all intents and purposes, I will hear right now, <laughs> after rambling on, attempt to give you the the purpose and what we wish to see accomplished by love cult at this time and i guess the best way to do that would be to break it up into two parts um, and maybe give you a little bit of history a brief history of the concept of love cult it originally started in 2015 when I was on a spiritual journey of rediscovery of sorts after um, deciding to not be Christian any longer and leave the community of the church and come out of the closet and start exploring alternative spirituality and things of that nature, different ways. The idea was really felt like given to me um, by a group that I now call <laughs> the Trans-Dimensional Council of Supreme Lovers. 
Um, and it still holds true to how it started. The the two areas that I want to, and, and areas of main focus that I want to split it up and tell you guys about are, the first one is um, the idea of love cult being space, like I mentioned in the metaphor before. Um, when I say space, I don't necessarily mean like a location, although I hope that someday we can have some type of communal love cult gathering. Um, that sounds like something I would very much like to do when that is allowed and can be done responsibly. Uh, again, I would love to have that communal space. But I'm talking about trans-dimensional space as far as, uh, I guess the best way to describe it would be to say like inner space or spiritual space or um, sacred space and creating that space. And what Love Cult is aiming to do is to encourage you as an individual to take that space for yourself in your life and also provide a communal space where we can do that together as a group where we can be a community or a communion of people who are committed to each other and are committed to discovering and exploring alternative life ways and spirituality and ritual and really a, um, the best way to say it I think is probably a magical space where we're believing that new realities are possible and we're exploring the magic of life together and also empowering each other to do that on an individual level. And the second thing that Love Cult was created to do was to be a platform for creative expression, for um, sharing the things that are coming through you, the things that are, that you're working on, that I'm working on, that um, maybe we are working on together and allowing love cults to be a stage for those, um, whether that's just for preliminary examination and exploration or whether that's full on production and putting out into the world um, with the blessing and the uh, empowerment of the idea of love cult stamped on or attached onto it. Um, those are the two main things that I feel like we're doing right now as, um, as a communion with love cult. And you'll hear us say that word communion a lot, and we mean community by that or a uh, common union is what communion means. And we really want to create a communion where we're sharing that space and when we're sharing our creativity and our expression of that creativity. So that is a brief overview of what Love Cult is and what we are hoping to accomplish with the concept of Love Cult. And I want to take some time today and talk to you about what I mean when I'm saying space, spiritual space or trans-dimensional space, uh, and what it means and how important that is in your life, in my life, and in really the life of all humanity. 
If you're feeling high or if you're feeling low, come now gather round with ears to hear and hearts to know. Listen for the sound when you hear the chime. It's tarot time when the mountain seems too hard to climb. It's tarot time. It's tarot time. It's tarot time. Yeah, it's tarot time. You heard the chime. It's tarot time. And welcome to this new segment here on Love Cult Transmissions. This is a part of the show where I, or one of my tarot-loving friends, pulls a card for us and explains what it means and gives us something to think about and reflect on as we go about our business. Today, I'm with you here and I've pulled the card The Moon. The Moon is a card of mystery. It's a card of dreamscape, of dreaming and nighttime watery visions. There's a lot of mystery around this card and a lot of people read it um, negatively or with the cloud of confusion surrounding you. But I tend to not read it that way because personally I love the moon and I feel like I live my life based on the moon and based on moon cycles. And in fact, this show, Love Cult Transmission, is based on a lunar cycle. And it is released every full moon and every new moon. So I love the moon. I don't read this card negatively, necessarily. But it is a card of dreaming and understanding dreaming. And I mean that in the sense of dreaming while you're asleep, but also daydreaming, which, as you also know, I'm very, very fond of. And I believe that this is a way that we can see the world or see our current circumstance and understand it or look at it from a different perspective. Yeah, in dream time, there are things that may not be real, but I also am a firm believer that in dream time, things are symbolic and can represent other things. So this card fits perfectly today because as I'm about to explain to you, in the rest of the show about taking space and taking spiritual space. I believe that that's what this card is inviting us into somehow magically. It's inviting us into that dream space, that imagination space. And yeah, be wary, be careful that you don't get pulled in too far in one direction or the other in things that look, that are appealing or drawing you into um, daydreams of, of pure fantasy. But also, we can use our dreaming, we can use our daydreaming to uncover and dive into something that can be beneficial to our life. So think about the moon this week. Think about um, how the moon affects your body, your physical body, and think about how you're dreaming. If you don't have a dream journal already, I highly encourage you to get a journal, whatever it looks like, and keep it right next to your bed. And every morning, as soon as you wake up, try... Just try to recall what you have dreamt or the time that you have spent in dream space overnight and believe that things 
are symbolic and try to understand maybe what your dreams mean. Maybe not even try to understand them, just recall them. But this is the moon card for us today. It is illusion, but it can also be a symbolic illusion that can bring illumination or reflection. That's what the moon does, reflects the sun's light, can bring a sense of reflection and reflect something new to us that we need to understand and we need to realize that we need in order to move forward in our life. That is it for tarot time. Now back to your previously scheduled program. The times that we are currently living in are unprecedented. Uh, we've never in my lifetime have ever experienced anything like this. And this year, the year 2020, has been out of control, quite literally. <laughs> and I feel like the times demand that we start to take a critical and scrutinizing look into how we live as individuals, how we live as a collective, and how we choose to live as a society. And I do believe that it goes in that order because you cannot be a productive and giving and integral part of a society unless you first know who you are and realize who you are and choose and decide how you want to live and move and have your being in the world. If you do not choose for yourself, your, your individuation first, then you'll be tossed all about by whatever doctrine or creed or idea seems the most poignant and most uh, fashionable at the time. Um, so I believe that we need to start on the individual level and we need to start by redefining and making space for ourselves to redefine and choose and really decide who we want to be and how we want to function in the world. Human beings, as far back as records have shown us, believe that connection with the divine is possible and believed in some type of divine creatures or beings or spirit um, to some extent or another. Obviously, we can't talk to those humans, so we don't know exactly what they believed that gods were or God is or spirits are or fairies or beings. We can't ask them what they mean by that. But what we do know is that they do believe that they existed, first of all. And secondly, they believe that contact and interaction with them is absolutely possible. Most of the time, it seems 
in the past, it has been only ex- the, the, the gods or the spirits have only been accessible by the priesthood, by the people who have devoted their lives to that entity, or by pure necessity or pure providence, happenstance, um, the decision of the god to descend and tell someone a story. Um, and when I say necessity, I mean uh, a desperate time in somebody's life, and then they have a vision of a god that tells them the secret or saves their life or etc., etc., etc. They believed that there was a, a layer of distinction or a layer of separation that permit that did not permit humanity to pass into the realm of the gods. There was some type of blockage or some type of of humanoid deterrent system <laughs> that kept humanity out of the uh, affairs of working with the spirits or working with the gods. I think that humanity and consciousness has come to a point I think for the most part, where we all, especially probably if you're listening to this audio right now, you've come to a point where you realize that there is a part that we play in connecting to the divine. There is a part that we play as human beings. There is an opening up to channels of perception that that allow us to see and hear and taste and touch and sense the spiritual realm in a way that we haven't before. And maybe some of us have experienced uh, that type of thing with psychedelics. Maybe some of us have experienced that in ritual. Maybe some of us have experienced that through um, religious devotion or a transcendental, mystical experience. Um, But regardless of how we got there or what the experience was like, we understand that we played some part. We initiated, to some extent, we initiated the entrance or the, the opening up to the realm of the divine. And this sounds far out, and I mean it in a far out sense, but I also mean it in an extremely non-far out sense. I mean it in the crazy sense that you're hearing me say. I mean, I truly mean that I believe that we can push pause on our day-to-day lives and do ritual or do practice that opens up a sense of space within our hearts that opens up channels within us that allow us to hear and perceive something supernatural, a supernatural being or a transrational being, a fairy or a, um, a spirit being or a, a, a god or things of that nature. And that that creature, that God or that being can then give us um, 
communicate with us information that is necessary for the development of who we are interpersonally or the development of our lives or the development of the world around us. But I also mean it in a very, very um, normal sense. (laughs) And I know that there's no such thing as normal. I'm just trying to explain the non-spiritual aspect of what I'm talking about here. I'll use the example of a creative person taking the time to sit down. And there's a difference between sitting down and forcing out a song and sitting down and letting a song come through you. And if any of you have ever written a song, you've probably experienced both of those things. But what I'm saying is the important part is creating the space and figuring out ways to create the space where you're able, as a creative person, as an artist, to not strive and try and work and come up with something. But you're opening up an inner space, an inner channel to allow that creativity to flow through you. And it's almost as if you're receiving something from another dimension and you are the 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 being that is giving it a form and expression here on this earth. What I mean by space is taking the time to enter into a reality where time doesn't exist. What I'm saying is is allowing your mind to go places that your mind doesn't exist on a daily basis. Allowing your heart to open up and to expand and to experience more than what you experience on a day-to-day basis. It is not something that is easily explained with words because it is not a space that we go to or there's no map that I can tell you how to get there. I can only describe its likeness and describe what's coming out of it and describe how important it is for you to take the time to open up and create that inner space for yourself. There is a spectrum. There is a spiritual spectrum that we all live on and some of us can believe the real crazy shit and we really get off on that and some of us are more okay with the idea of poetry um uh and metaphor being the thing that describes the spirit world for us and that's okay we're still all talking about the same thing in my humble humble opinion. And no matter where you're at on that spiritual spectrum, no matter where you are, whether you're trying to, on a daily basis, contact extraterrestrials, or you're just trying to have a more fulfilling relationship with your partner, no matter where you're at on that spectrum of spirituality, we understand that you play a part in opening up 
to those possibilities. And that maybe, just maybe, something exists beyond yourself, or maybe not even beyond yourself. Maybe something exists within yourself that allows those possibilities to become reality. That something exists with deep within you that guides you, that comforts you, that believes in you, that has all of the answers that you'll ever need. But you have to make the space for that voice, whether you believe it to be internal or external. You must provide an open heart, an open mind, an open open space for those things to speak to you and for the possibility that those things can speak to you and for the possibilities that what they say can actually be true. This is the space that I'm talking about. And this is the space where good things happen. This is a space where time doesn't exist, where matter doesn't exist, where the circumstances of your life and troubles that are that are haunting you seem to melt away and the higher vibrating ideas, if I can say it in that way, the ideals of love and peace and joy pervade and and overwhelm and overtake your being. And in that space, you are made brand new. Your life force is regenerated. You feel reinvigorated. Ideas come and and hope comes and faith comes. And there are so many ways to create this space. There are old ways. There are new ways. There are religious ways. There are non-religious ways. There are, there are ceremonies. There are rituals there. I mean, the list goes on and on, but intuitively I believe that we all know what this space feels like. And intuitively we can get there But it usually only happens to us in extreme circumstances where we feel like all other opportunities or all other options are exhausted. This is usually our last place that we turn because that is how we've been conditioned in this modern world. But intuitively... We know how to get into a space of prayer, how to get into a space of communion with the divine. We know how to get in touch with the spirit of creativity. We know how to intuitively turn our heart towards hope. I promise to you that at some point I'll go over or will go over 
uh, tips and tricks and ideas about how to create space and creating this space for you as an individual in your life. This is what I do, and this is what I'm called to do in the world, is create space. And just by listening to this right now, you've entered into a space with me. You've entered into a space that I am creating. And you'll find that you're more at peace than when we first started this show. You're more relaxed. And you're already beginning to think that new things are possible for you in your life. This is what I do. This is what I invite people into when I create spaces like this. It is just what happens. Because this is what I do, I've seen its powerful and potent effects and life-changing, world-altering effects in the past 15 years that I've been doing things like this. And I finally feel like it's time for me to present this as a gospel truth into the world. And I mean that in the, in the purest sense of it, the good news. This is the, the truth of the good news, that you have the power and the ability to create space for yourself where you're at, where you can connect to your highest form of yourself and your highest form of ideals. You have the power and the ability to create for yourself a god or gods or a power or a spirit or a teacher or guru or a higher self or a universal force or ancestors or guides or, or ascended masters, whatever, whatever you want to call them. You have the power and the ability to create that force that has the power to bring about your liberation and your freedom and call you into that liberation and into that freedom. Heaven, the idea of heaven, the idea of perfection is your future calling you into itself. And heaven is available to us here and now. These ideals are available to us here and now if we can create the space to imagine them. And I don't, I really, really don't want you to hear the word imagine and think not real because that is not what I mean in the slightest. <clears throat> When I say imagine, I don't believe like how we think of the word imaginary. We talked about this a little bit in the last show as well, but I'm reiterating it again here because it is super important. When I say imagination or imaginary, I don't mean not real. I mean absolutely real in this heart space that we're creating in this mind palace that we're creating, in this visionary experience that we've invited ourselves into. It's really a matter of 
taking the time to open up your heart, open up your mind, and open up your vision to see things, to borrow from scripture, to see things that aren't as though they were. This is the idea of creating space. And this is the idea of magical space, of portals, of entering into heavenly visions. This is what the mystics do. This is what the witches do. This is what the priests of old do. This is how they come in contact with the divine. And this is what we're learning to do in our everyday lives. This is Love Cult. I want to invite you to join me right now in taking just a moment together here to attempt to enter into that space and see if you can feel what it feels like and see if you can begin to imagine something beautiful and something new begin to imagine the need that you currently have being fulfilled. Join me right now in exhaling completely all the way out. And then take a deep breath in. Expand through your stomach all the way down, fill your diaphragm up and release it out. Let it all the way out and inhale again. And exhale. Fill it all the way up and exhale. And one more time, deep inhale all the way down. Breathing is one of the easiest ways to initiate this space. Becoming one with your breath. 
is one of the easiest ways to align yourself and give yourself some inner space and inner quiet. Close your eyes and hold out your hands before you. And in your hands, see whatever you have the deepest need for right now. Whatever that looks like. If you're running out of money, see your empty wallet before you or your empty bank account before you. If you are in a desperate situation relationally, see that person or see that feeling in your hands before you. Maybe it looks like a broken heart. If you're trying to figure out who you are, see your light in your hands before you. And with your mind's eye, take a few moments to imagine whatever you feel like is lost or broken or stolen or wrong, whatever need you have, imagine it in your mind's eye being completely completely transformed. Whatever it may be, with the power of your imagination, imagine that thing before you completely brand new. So new, so glorious that there is a light shining around it. So beautiful, so vibrant, that it's actually taking you back. And see that thing before you, in your hands. And now move your hands towards your heart and let your body your physical body, consume that which you imagined. This is a short and simple practice of jumping into an imaginary space where we can create possibilities for new things in our life. And that is a simple way to enter in to places like that. 
And that example is just the tip of the iceberg. Now slowly, as you feel ready, open your eyes and come back into the space that you're in and believe that that thing which you saw transformed before you is actually possible. Believe that it's actually possible. I love you so much. That is really all I have to say today. And I want to thank you so much for listening. And I hope that you have learned something that you can take and apply in your life and and make time for in your life. Um, I would love to hear your feedback and your thoughts on these concepts. And I'd love to have conversations with you. Again, thank you so much for listening. And um, I don't think that I have announced the scheduling of the show yet, but we're, we're following a lunar schedule. So we're releasing a new show every full moon and every new moon. So it's about every two weeks that we're releasing a show. Um, the website, the Love Cult website, is found at lovecult.space and is available as of today if you want to go check that out you can follow me on instagram at justice the mystic i do a tarot show every tuesday if you want to check that out it's called tarot tuesdays Um, i am also available for consultations and divinatory readings if you are interested in that and other than that I think that's all I have to say to you. Thank you again so much for joining me on this episode of Love Cult Transmissions. I hope you are enjoying this beautiful full moon, and I hope that you have a beautiful rest of your day. I love you very much, and don't forget to start creating space for yourself. I love you, and I'll talk to you next time. Mwah.